whether you are a startup or an established entrepreneur, nothing communicates your company's message better than brilliant branding. With over 25 years in the business and over 250 companies named, expert Phil Davis and his team at Tungsten Branding will enlighten, brighten, and illuminate your mind so your brand will shine. Get ready to flip the switch and spark your imagination. Welcome to Brilliant Branding with host Phil Davis and Liz Heemstrom. Good afternoon and welcome on today's show. We're going to be talking about taglines. Every company in the world seems to struggle, uh, Liz, with taglines. Um, do they do they have one? Do they need one? Will they use it? Will they not use it? Um, and I think the way we started the, the show description out was ta- uh, diamonds are forever, but our taglines. And so we're going to be looking today at how to improve your tagline, how to create one if you don't have one, and how to kind of judge your existing one. Um, and, and, and make sense of it so that it can do its job better. We're going to talk about the role of taglines. A lot of people just don't understand what is, you know, do I just throw something together? It's like a scrabble bag. Like after they've scrabble bagged their name, they scrabble bag the tagline. <laughs> right. And then uh, we'll be delving into some strategies and formulas to improve your own company's tagline. We're also going to be joined today by fellow branding naming tagline uh, guru, uh, Liba Golden Kalundros. <clears throat> so she'll be joining us second segment, and she's done some really interesting work on some big projects, some of them that you will recognize. And Liz will be sharing some research that she did on some of the most famous and recognizable taglines <laughs> yes. of all time. I think that people will recognize them. A number of them. A number of them. Yes. If I, I think that if I recognize them, then... Yes. Others will as well. Some of them actually predate me, which I found kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. and they must be timeless. Yeah, or forever. <laughs> they are like diamonds. Diamonds are forever. So we're going to jump right in today because we know that you are rabid for information on how to improve your tagline. But let's start um, today, Liz, with the obvious. And that is, just like when we start our first segment, we don't want to assume people know what branding is. Um Taglines are bannered about, and a lot of times people don't know exactly the difference between taglines, mottos, slogans. Is it an ad campaign headline? What is the difference in ro- what function should a tagline really serve? And so a do lot you of need times, a tagline. do you even need one? Right. Um, so what is the purpose of a tagline? So we get this when we pitch companies all the time. We'll say, well, our brand development package for creating a new identity includes the company name, the tagline, the blah, 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 and it goes in. Sometimes we'll break that out as a separate fee. It's so much to develop it. And people say, well, would, can I just cut that out? How about if I just cut out like $2,500 and we just don't have a tagline? Our comment to them is you can, you can do it, but let's give you two analogies. I think that will help make sense of that. If you look at your brand, think of it as a ship or a boat out on a lake. That would be your brand. It's three-dimensional. You see it floating there. There's a sailboat. I see it. So there's your brand, but it's just sitting in the water. So I don't know much yet about it. That name, and we've talked about this in previous shows, that company name can't sing, dance, tap dance, do it all. It needs further clarification and direction to understand, I'm looking at this boat, but other than just sitting there, where is it going? Where is it going is really the function of the tagline. It's indicative. It's an indicator of the direction. 
it's not so much what is your company as how is your company different? Because most companies, you know what they do from context. You're at a trade show with other companies who do the same things. You're a restaurant on restaurant row. You're a car dealer on car dealer row. You're in a magazine and you're in real estate and it's a real estate magazine. So people a lot of times will waste their taglines telling people the obvious. This is what we do. And if I state what you do, you know, if you're a plumber and you say, you know, we plumb, you haven't really. <laughs> right. You're wasting your valuable real estate right there. Right. Especially if you spell it wrong. P-L-U-M. It could, it could be confusing. So it's not there to state the obvious. It's really the rudder of your ship. It's the rudder. So if you think of a rudder, you've got your hand on it. And with just the smallest of turns, it, you change course. You change direction. That's not easy to do. You can't just change your company name every day. The beautiful thing about a rudder is, you know, small changes in direction, you can reach a substantially different destination in the future. And it's just small movements. So you'll see that a lot of taglines will morph or change over time as companies evolve and pivot. You'll see their taglines. A great example is Coke. What are some of the famous Coke ones? Coke adds life. Yeah. I actually. Coke is it. Coke is it. Um, I have a, like the real Coke? The real or thing. The real thing. Yeah, yeah, have yeah. Have a Coke and a smile. <laughs> yeah. You know. Right. So, I mean, they're all like short, pithy little, almost indistinguishable ones, but they're just little subtle change ups. It's the real thing. Mm-hmm. Coke is the real thing. Yeah. Because everything else is not the real thing. You know. Well, that probably came out after they were trying to do new Coke, right? right? Most probably, right? And then when they switched, because you know they had those that testing, and that didn't go well. And it didn't go well. Yeah. And then they, well, they had the testing. People liked the new Coke over the old Coke. And a blind taste test. And a blind taste test. But then when they marketed the new Coke as Coke, they went. Well, people this thought, Coke. no, this yeah. isn't Coke. So. And I haven't done my research on this, but from what I'm thinking is that that Coke, the real thing, probably came after that to I reinforce think, yeah. the, it's not new Coke, it's the original Coke that it's you all know and love. Thing. Well, that would make sense. I think the real thing predates it. Hmm. And I think, to your point, I think that's what created that backlash. This isn't the real thing. Mm-hmm. They had anchored this thought that... You know, they had served Coke to the military overseas, and it was just, it's just embodied Americana, and it's real, and it's, it's, it has more bite to it, right. and it's more peppery, and it's the real thing. And then I think what happened you know, with New Coke is that it seemed like a betrayal. Mm-hmm. So, but it, it speaks to the power of, of those kinds of taglines. Seriously. If, if you do a stand and deliver line, this is the real thing, and then you go, no, nah, it isn't. You know, here's right. the new real thing. <laughs> And that, and that was probably here's the, the new thing, and it's better. Yeah, not yeah, not so real, but you know, <laughs> but sweeter. Right, right. Yeah. That's so what you all want, right? The rudder of your boat it gives direction to the brand. Um, another thing, way I explain it to people is, okay, you don't need a tagline, but it's like a movie, and you've cast this twenty million dollar actor. You know, the Brad Pitt. That's your company brand. You know, this is the leading thing. It's on the marquee. Here's who's in it, right? And that's what's going to draw. So, man, you've done the work. You've created this. Why not support it through, well, even in Hollywood, they say a supporting actor or actress. 
Right. Who's the supporting actor? They give an award to... The, the supporting su- actor or actress, right. exactly. And if that wasn't an important role, why would there be an award for it, an Oscar for winning it? And that person interacts with the actor to create dialogue, to create conversation. So in that same way, your tagline interacts, supports, clarifies, differentiates, and creates a different aspect and greater understanding to the role of the actor, which is your brand. So they, there's an interplay that goes together. Does every company need one? I would say yes. I mean, why not? It's valuable real estate. And it, it serves as kind of a stepping stone into a deeper conversation about your brand, especially right. if it's engaging. If you have a tagline, uh, Nike's just do it or whatever, what do you mean by just do it? What do you mean by this? It should invite you. And a lot of people talk about this elevator pitch, and we'll probably do a show on the elevator pitch. You, <laughs> This is like, ever been to a house and someone's put steps in the back or stones and they created like a two and a half foot step and you're like, oh my God, you know? Um, so if you just have this company name and then you jump to an elevator pitch, you're going from hello to kind of an intense one minute conversation that maybe people aren't ready for. The ele- that's why they call it an elevator pitch. <laughs> right. Unless you're in New York, you're probably not on that elevator right. for five and a half minutes. So it's that nice stair step. So think of, you know, here's my company name. Here's this really catchy tagline. Wow, it's, tell me more. Little elevator pitch. I'm stair stepping you in. Right. Take two, three sentences. Yeah. And then it's like, well, you want to have lunch? Let's sit down. Let's talk about what you guys do. And, and then it, it does that. So, yeah, I would, I, would, I would suggest everybody needs one. Where do you think? And I, we've had this question before, so I ask it, prompting it now. Right. Do you think that the tagline needs to be front and center on every, you know, piece of collateral material in every campaign. I've I've had people ask me before, not only what is the use of it, but how do I even use it? Do I use it constantly? Is it synonymous with my name in every single logo that I have? I have a tagline in lockstep. Or is there a time in place where I can remove the tagline and my name can stand alone and I can use the tagline maybe just on my website as sort of a header or maybe it's in the bottom of my letterhead. That's also a question that I know I've gotten. Because Liz handles a lot of the business pitches that we get and the, the interaction with clients where they're going like, again, a lot of it's right. cost cutting. Well, can we right. just drop this off? Right, exactly. I think the answer to that is, and it's this is why we're doing the shows that we're doing. Right. If you're, <laughs> it's kind of a self fulfilling thing. Mm-hmm. If you do a terrible job, then no, you don't. You don't really need to have it on everywhere because it's not doing anything. <laughs> it's almost like let's go back to our actor and actress. Right. You know, if they're not showing up to work and they're drunk. Yeah. Let's maybe they're not helping the movie. Yeah. You know. Right. Uh, they're th- those notorious uh, terrible stories. Um, so if your supporting actor or actress is not supporting you, you don't. If you find the right magical chemistry and it's just, you know, people say they have on-air chemistry, you know, they're just, there's chemistry in that movie. Right. If you can find that lightning in the bottle and create that, that wonderful tagline, you probably do want that because it's helping to support, clarify, and further your brand. Right. Um, and we'll get into these. Um, we named a company Park Place which is kind of a cool name. Mm-hmm. And, but it, 
totally snaps together and makes sense when you say the tagline park place could be anything right mm-hmm. the ultimate garage space right and then you go oh park place a place to park your car yeah oh a double entendre oh it rhymes oh i get it now tear that apart and you just go we're park place and you go monopoly is this <laughs> is it talking about a park Central is this park? someplace in new york is it a real estate company so that tagline kind of creates that kind of that that click mm-hmm. that goes oh i get it or i get it more than i got it a moment ago right so i guess I guess like, you know, the whole argument of every company should have a tagline. It prompted my question because I think what you're saying is if you kind of have a crappy one or one that doesn't, you know, support your name, should you just sort of get rid of it, have it in the background? I, I think it's it's one it's a push. Yeah. It's I think it's it's kind of like you know, we talk about in conversation losing those awkward ums or well, uh, and taglines right. become those. You yeah. know, it's like, and we'll talk about like, okay, so here's some great examples. Uh, what makes for a great tagline? We say keep it short and simple, make it memorable, and emphasize your how. Mm-hmm. How do you do business different rather than your what? Right. What is usually answered by context? You know, don't tell them the obvious. But for the bad bad taglines, you're asking, should you keep them or throw them throw them away? I would say, don't include them when they're not helpful. And a great example, and one that you know that if you're having uh, tagline difficulties, is when you start hearing people say, and this is, you know, they've lost their identity, they don't know what they're really on task or mission to do, and they'll say, um, we had a, a store in town more than Christmas. And their tagline was, we're more than Christmas. <laughs> so the name. When, when your tagline, right. It's the antithesis tagline. of your business. Right. You can almost feel the pain in some of these taglines. More than Christmas. We're, we're more, we're than, more Christmas. than Christmas. Why do you think we're about Christmas? <laughs> Have you not taken the time and energy to explore the totality of who we, we are? We doubled down on we're more than Christmas. So where are you getting this notion that yeah. we're Christmas? There was a, um, Just Breaks, and their tagline was more than just anything that started. If you are out there and you are hearing you're more than, it means you've just gotten to that point where you haven't thought it through. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say necessarily lazy, but I'll just say the easy way out. Right. is to simply say we're more than that. And you're kind of throwing it back on your consumer saying we can't figure out who we are. So rather than further clarifying it or maybe fixing the main problem, which might be our company brand identity, which is outdated now, we're just going to throw it in your lap. You figure us out. You know, tungsten branding, we're more than branding. You know, right. Um, right. the other thing is stating the obvious. You know, we see some of that. Um and you'll see people just using it saying, um, you know, the plumbing store where we do plumbing we plumb. and more. <laughs> plumbing more. Yeah, plumbing more. And just throw away cliche lines. And these are the ones you see a lot of times in smaller businesses, too, that just they just kind of borrow it. You know, uh, no job is too big or too small. So we'll they fix your sink. We do it all. We'll fix your sink and build your skyscraper. Yeah. All in one week. <laughs> one stop shop. Everything from A to Z. We go the extra mile. Um, so those, to your point, Liz, um, when people say, should I include it and everything, if it's really making a difference, if it's really adding value, if it's part place, the ultimate garage space, ultimate garage space, 
park, place, rhyming. If they work in tandem, if you're supporting actor or actresses doing his or her job, absolutely. If not, I would I would fire them and or sell that A to Z tagline to somebody else. <laughs> sell it. We're going to be uh, joined on the other uh, half of the break, the other side of the break, um, by Leva Golden Kalundros, and we're going to hear some of the jobs that she's worked on. Some of them you will recognize and pick her brains a little bit on how to improve taglines as well. So we look forward to hearing from her, and I think you'll love her insights, and we'll be back in a moment. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Your brand is your story. And getting your story straight is the most critical and challenging component of your brand identity. That's where we come in. We're Tungsten, and we're naturally wired for brilliance. We'll help create, clarify, and communicate your brand message in ways that will make you shine. Whether you're a startup, entrepreneur, consultant, or an established business, we'll use our tools and talents to build and brighten your company identity. Why struggle with domain searches, trademark issues, and endless brainstorming when the Tungsten team can create a clear and compelling brand name that strengthens your image? Having named over 250 regional, national, and international companies, products, and services, Tungsten has a trusted track record for successful brand creation and implementation. Our proven process will focus your brand and put you center stage. Visit us at tungstenbranding.com for your free quote. That's tungstenbranding.com. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K., on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. Hey, did you know Voice America has partnered with the Kidstar Network to expand their reach through Voice America Kids? Voice America Kids will feature talk radio for kids, by kids, along with special event programming and live broadcasts. Each program is conveniently archived for on-demand listening at any time. Please check our archives for the latest events and happenings on voiceamericakids.com. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv. Just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Brilliant Branding. To reach our show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. 
That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to info at tungstenbranding.com. Now, back to this week's program. This is Phil Davis. I'm back here with Liz Heemstra, and we've been talking all things taglines and brand positioning and all that good verbal identity stuff. And we have the pleasure today of having with us our first special guest, Liba Golden Kalundros. Did I pronounce it correctly enough? Yep, you've got it. I nailed it. <laughs> I yeah. practiced five minutes of practice. It paid off. <laughs> That's it. So, yeah, we've worked together uh, on a couple of projects a few years back, and the naming community is a rather tight-knit group, so um, it's got the usual suspects. So we cross paths from time to time, and we're kind of mutual admirers um, (laughs) every now and then. Yeah, and and I came across uh, Levi on some of the work that she's done, and I thought we should have her on our show. Absolutely. So um, we're going to let you just kind of riff a little bit, but I just want to say that you've done a number of projects and that I'm going to call you a freelance verbal brand strategist. Is that pretty good? Yeah, that kind of captures it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, no charge for that. Yeah. (laughs) That's what we call a descriptor phrase. So it's not your tagline. So um, to kind of start us off, we're going to just open it up and, and just tell us a little bit about your background and what kind of brought you into the crazy business of doing the verbal branding. Oh, wow. So um, I've always had a penchant for language all my life. Um, and, um, you know, from being a crossword puzzle fanatic to studying Latin and Greek and and psychology and music. So... I got interested in an audience and communicating to audiences, um, and I asked a friend who was doing some pharmaceutical naming to give me a try on one of his projects um, in New York at Interbrand Health, and from there it just sort of blossomed. I felt like every time I had an assignment, I just loved it, and so I did begin with naming projects, and with that comes tagline projects, uh, uh, gaining sort of a back a backstage pass to a lot of the big Madison Ave firms um, as a consultant namer to how they get their clients to the point um, where they're ready to be named and where they've developed criteria for naming and for taglines. So I've been naming and taglining for about 15 years and begun brand strategy and uh, verbal identity strategy probably for about five years now. Um, because so, really, it does all go back to you can't have a name, a tagline, a logo, unless your your brand strategy is tight and you really know who you are. So I would get a lot of um, maybe startup firms or private clients that would say, "I just need a name because I need to print this this uh, business card right. to pitch my product." You know that that course of events pretty well, yeah, I'm sure. Right. Um, but then you've got to get everyone to pause and, and hone in and do the dirty work of who you actually are. And then the other stuff um, falls into place a lot more easily. Well, that's interesting. That's, that's the same drum that we beat all the time. You know, it's almost I'm, like, you know, we can help you shoot these arrows, but you've got to give us a target, you know. Yes. Yeah, we have no shortage of arrows. Um, but so, yeah, that, that the crucial piece, who you are. So w- w- tell us a little bit about um, some of the uh, tagline projects that you've been involved with um, and maybe a little bit of insights in, into what went into them um, mm-hmm. and, and what the outcomes were. 
Well, um, one of my probably more visible taglines uh, was for Wells Fargo Bank. Uh, their tagline is currently, together, we'll go far. Um, I was called by Lippincott to assist with that project right when Wells Fargo had merged with Wachovia. Um, and as a legacy company, Wells Fargo really wanted to um, build on their legacy but announce something new in the midst of all the bank crises and economic crises that were going on. Um, but they definitely still wanted it recognizable and tied to Wells Fargo heritage. So, you know, an old stuffy company like that is looking for a new tagline to breathe new life into their, into their organization um, signal something new, something fresh, but also have it be as large and encompassing um, and have as much sort of stature as a big old bank like that should have. Um, so I was on a team of um, tagline generator people, consultants like myself, um, and I happened to have... So they really wanted it to be about this combined momentum um, how we can look ahead. They were going to continue with the Stagecoach logo. It's very iconic. They did give it a little sprucing up um, around the same time. And um, so they wanted to signal together and, again, refer to the bank somehow. So this was honestly one of those real lightning bolt moments for me. Um, You know, you can drill down on strategy and and come close you, you know, I always like to tell clients that it's not a lightning bolt that we're looking for, but when it happens, it's really phenomenal. So I was yeah. able to incorporate the name of the bank, um, Wells Fargo, in the tagline of We'll Go Far. Um, we played around with it a bunch. We popped together in the front, um, again, to signal that, that merger with Wachovia. And it... it it, communic- it works on many different levels. There's that sly little pun of Wells Fargo in there, which gives it, um, probably for most people, a, a subconscious stickiness. I don't think a lot of yes. people are aware yes. of that play. Um, but then We'll Go Far talks about uh, movement and traveling, and that certainly works with the stagecoach and the pioneering spirit of conquering the West um, that Wells Fargo brings to mind. Um, and then again, together, signals both the customer and the bank, but also Wachovia and Wells Fargo together. So I was pretty happy with, with that, <laughs> that lightning. I, w- I would say so. That's got to be one of my top five taglines that, yes. you know, just in general. And I love how you talk about its inception level deep. Yeah. And it, it probably isn't necessary for, from what I'm hearing, for everyone to get all the facets. Mm-hmm. Because when you hear it, you assimilate those. And it's always not knowingly. Right. But you'll right. just go, that just seems right. That just feels right. That just, but yet you were hitting on all their brand strategy points. You were communicating on several levels, momentum, togetherness, kind of reinforcing the name again, the legacy. Um, and yet it, it, it didn't have to be articulated. Um, I, I call that sometimes a hard elbow to the ribs. Um, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> there's a degree of subtlety there. So I, I always thought that one was extremely well done. So how did how did that process go for you? Did they just call you and say, and you've won? And the, and the prize no, goes. No, don't let me know, they, right? I, <laughs> they call five finalists up on the stage. And I don't know until I see it on a, on a hot air balloon flying over. <laughs> yeah. Um, or a billboard often. I don't, they don't. 
you know, as a freelance consultant, I, I do my work and I get out. Um, and, but I'm always happy to find when I've, when I've hit it. Um, yeah, it's like the Lone Ranger when the classic line, and we didn't even have a chance to thank him. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> well, it does. I reap rewards in return work. I'll say yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting, customer. the lightning in the bottle, that almost goes back to that Scrabble thing when you've, when you've got X's and Z's and Q's, and somehow you find a little play on a triple word score, and it, it is lightning in a bottle. It works up and down, and it spells it sideways, and... So what about yeah. the, the people that don't have the luxury of getting lightning in a bottle? Um, what do you consider a, a successful project? What would you, what is your, pro, tell us a little bit about your process and what you would consider a successful outcome. Um, well, you and I, we, we spoke um, a bit about, it sort of depends where an organization is in their history. Um, but we'll set that aside for a moment. I mean, what is successful is that it, is that it rounds out the story that the name and the tagline tell. Um, that it's another piece of collateral or real estate, like Liz said earlier. You know, you've got this valuable piece of real estate. Let's populate it with something that really um, brings some dynamism to your whole brand. So I'm, I always hope that there's some emotional hook in a tagline. Um, you know, I don't like to go descriptive. If, if, if a name is really kind of obtuse, like Wachovia or, um, you know, sometimes if, if it's an invented name or a really uh, evocative name, as we say in the business, it helps to have a more descriptive, functional tagline until people get to know that brand and that new name. Um, but, I, so, but otherwise, I'd like it to have a lot of emotional value to really hook you in and, and tug at you. Um, and I want you to be able to have a, an I get it moment, too, where a consumer reads it and, and it just it sheds light on the brand. Right. So they get a little, right. a little aha moment, not, a, not an elbow to the ribs, and they don't <laughs> need to get out a dictionary and a magnifying glass. But, you know, I like it to have a, a bit of intrigue so people are drawn to look closer. Yeah, it, it's almost that synaptic thing uh, we find in the business where if you bring it close enough together and the little spark jumps between the two touch points without actually connecting them, it seems like the listener, the viewer, the customer, in the process of putting it together themselves, if you bring it close enough together, um, becomes a part of it and takes yeah. ownership. I you know, that. it's like, I'm in the club now. Oh, I get it. You know, right. together mm-hmm. we'll go far. Oh. It builds a sort of emotional connection with the brand itself when you, you know, you feel connected because you, you connected the dots. I connected the dots. Oh, so now it. I'm going to remember yes. when I connected the dots. So then I'm going to be like, oh, I've connected the dots to that brand. I'm going to remember that brand. Yep. Yep. We like to yeah. feel smart. <laughs> well, you know, the other one to get right up there too, and we talked about this in a couple of shows, is the new one for Be an Outsider. Mm-hmm. For LLB yeah. mm-hmm. being same thing as your the kind of uh, the Wells Fargo tagline be an outsider also spells B E A N you know so you've got mm-hmm. the bean you the outsider the individual the striking individual talk a little bit about that because I thought it was interesting when you spoke the other day about you know shifting the brand through the tagline can can the tagline be enough to shift a brand I think it can if the brand already has a lot of equity. And if, if the brand is actually going to deliver on this new, this new approach, right? Um, 
you know, you can say now we're now we're about jelly beans, but if you're not selling jelly beans, um, right. so they have to deliver on whatever they're offering. But I think um, we, you know, LL Bean has been traditionally a very conservative uh, family plaid around the hearth at Christmas time in the fuzzy slippers. They, it seems to me that what I gather, and without having done any research, is um, that they wanted to re- shift their attention to. Uh, some of the audience that's being grabbed by um, these outdoor, outdoor athletic wear uh, companies. Mm-hmm. It's so hot right now. So being an outsider, you know, saying that is actually completely opposite of being conservative, right? In a way, it's a very right. risky, risky shift. And I applaud the decision makers in going there because I think I've been thinking about that tagline more and more. It's really rich, and it offers so many opportunities for other campaigns. Or to, you know, that's what I would also say about a successful tagline is that it it brings more ideas to light for the organization. So, for example, you could take the BN and do a campaign: be an explorer, be an adventurer. Right. Um, and so, it has some longevity in that way. And, and again, it's dynamic. And it, you're sort of getting more bang for your buck if you have a, a tagline that inspires uh, your communications team like that. Yeah, that 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 is a rich kind of uh, field to mine, and it's probably mm-hmm. better than if they went with um, "we're more than just beans," <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's. We're more than just our bean. Beans. We're just yes. So what do you see as the difference between taglines, mottos? slogans, um, mantras, what, what do you see as all of that? That's a, that's a sticky wicket. I mean, and, you know, and everyone sort of has a different opinion. I the different names for those things don't hang me up as much as, again, for an organization to know what they need. Do they need a campaign slogan? How long is it going to last? Um, do they really need, are they having a sort of corporate mindset shift? Or are they just trying to quick capitalize on some cultural moment? Um, so, mm-hmm. like you know, so I would say it's a campaign headline or a slogan. If it's oh, it's hard to put words on those different things. It I really know, is. We've struggled with it. See, that's why I had you on today because I figured <laughs> then I would just you know kind of go, mm, that's really interesting, and then I would write it down and put it on our <laughs> website. <laughs> No, I mean, I don't think you need to get too hung up on what you call it. It's more like, what is it going to do? So how long does it need to last for? Is it about, or, you know, with Wells Fargo, um, that project, they officially titled it Corporate Signature. So I don't know if you have that in your list of... Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, another, let's models. confuse it even more. Yeah. yeah. So huh. then that really helps you understand, like, right, it's got to be synonymous with the name. It's got to be as close in as possible. Um has to really reinforce uh, the name brand or the brand name, I would say. Um, but if you have something you need to do temporarily or you're just trying to grab a different audience to add to your current audience, um, what's the end goal? Do you just need like three really strong key messages that you can shuffle through all your collateral? Maybe a flyer here or a TV commercial there. Um, maybe you need three key messages that you repeat constantly. So a tagline to me is more bound up with the name, is more higher level um, about the entire organization for, say, three to three plus years. 
Yeah, I, I, I think that experientially that's been ours as well. Well, listen, Leva, yeah. it's been great to have you on the show today. This is extremely insightful, especially the hierarchy of how to use that messaging. And that's what you you do so so well with is the messaging and the structuring of that messaging within an organization. Um, can we look forward to having you back in the future? Yeah, I'd love to. I, I love these conversations. Yeah, we're looking to enlighten the world on the uh, aspects of brilliant branding. So, Liba, thank you for joining us today. We'll look forward to having future discussions. And we'll be back to further clarify taglines and their proper use here right after the break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Your brand is your story. And getting your story straight is the most critical and challenging component of your brand identity. That's where we come in. We're Tungsten, and we're naturally wired for brilliance. We'll help create, clarify, and communicate your brand message in ways that will make you shine. Whether you're a startup, entrepreneur, consultant, or an established business, we'll use our tools and talents to build and brighten your company identity. Why struggle with domain searches, trademark issues, and endless brainstorming when the Tungsten team can create a clear and compelling brand name that strengthens your image? Having named over 250 regional, national, and international companies, products, and services, Tungsten has a trusted track record for successful brand creation and implementation. Our proven process will focus your brand and put you center stage. Visit us at tungstenbranding.com for your free quote. That's tungstenbranding.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. are listening to Brilliant Branding. To reach our show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to info at tungstenbranding.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, that was enjoyable. Did you enjoy having Leva on? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. definitely. You know, it's interesting because we work a lot with medium and smaller projects, the majority of what we do. Um, and so to have her go into those Madison Avenue rooms, it's a different angle. Ironically, we come to the same conclusions. The work is the work. Right, exactly. Um, but yeah. just working through the process, um, ours is kind of hand-to-hand combat um, with the entrepreneurial types, um, which are often... <laughs> Right. Like trying to hold a tiger down. Right. Keep getting their ADHD under control. Well, it's interesting because, um, well, 
when I was looking at the Wells Fargo Together We'll Go Far, I was looking at their website to see, you know, how do they continue to use this? And I was searching and searching and searching. And I finally found like basically about the company. I had to scroll down and then they had the logo and they had Together We'll Go Far. So it's interesting you talk about the life cycle of a tagline. What does it actually mean? Right. How Leva said that Wells Fargo was the corporate signature. Right. You know, did they have it as a tagline and as a campaign at first, and then they sort of retired it to to kind of a signatory? Sort, yeah, yeah. Right. And so it's just support. interesting in how we talked about. You know, what is a motto? What is a slogan? What is a tagline? And it's so subjective and arbitrary. And you know, well, when does a tagline become a cor- corporate signature? When does the ad campaign? do so well, you know, that now, well, maybe we could just make this as our tagline. Yeah. It's just interesting, the life cycle of, of these Somehow phrases. Somehow these things. And I think my takeaway from, from, and we get this all the time, this is why it's so um, interesting for me as well, because we'll get this question a lot of times, and what I heard from Leva too, is just let's go, go ahead and find the messaging that pairs well. Yes. Then figure out the role. And I think that's the takeaway from today's show is yes. find that supporting actor and then figure out, I mean, what you call it is almost academic at that point, whether it's a slogan or a tagline or you just happen to use it as a headline and it's, you know, the Nikes just do it. It happens to work maybe everywhere. Mm-hmm. Whereas to her point, maybe you have just a great stand and deliver, matching, supportive, excellent, but you don't then try to repurpose it and make it a call to action. You don't make it your corporate motto or your slogan or you don't make it your mantra internally. You know, the famous one, so Ford came out with job, um, quality as job number one. I think it was late 80s. It really should have been an internal m- mantra. Let's get our troops on board here. Um, instead, they made it their external tagline, but the product wasn't up to par yet. Right. So, you know, Ford wasn't associated at the time. It was the, the acronym we used to hear is Fix or Repair Daily, Ford. <laughs> Right. So <laughs> yeah. it was aspirational, but not in the right way. It's aspirational internally, but they use it externally. And to leave this point as well, it's got to ring true. So they should have messaged internally, hey, gang, troops, let's make quality job number one until that reflects in the customer experience rather than uh, something that would maybe come across as disingenuous. Um, the other thing I heard is some of these things are movement related. We're seeing a lot of social angst out there right now. And people will grab on whether Pepsi had that backlash, that blowback on trying to come up with campaigns. McDonald's had a couple where they'll try to ride the wave. That certainly isn't your tagline. These kind of trying to catch these social waves can can be very daunting. Yes. And, and dangerous. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. It's treading on. <laughs> yeah. Like you saw the one this morning that you were reviewing, Loving Beats Hating yeah. for McDonald's. Well, that's, Loving Beats Hating. Well, yeah. What does that even mean? And Loving Beats Everything. So why not love McDonald's? Because the opposite is you can hate it. Yeah. Well, it's a little muddled really? and yeah. kind of a me too and kind of trying to join the <laughs> argument. Like, yeah, we're, we got you back. And right. Yeah. Meanwhile, I just, they're selling hamburgers. You right. Know? right. So. Let's let's talk a little bit in this final segment about how can um, y- you as a business owner create something that really works and serve your serves your purposes. And we're going to give you a few little tricks of the trade, shall we call them? Yes. Um, what should your tagline do, and how do you make it work? Well, 
one thing, it should be memorable, absolutely uh, memorable, because if it's forgettable, no one's going to ever you know, use it. It's just going right. with those throwaway lines. And I think one of those things like, you know, what makes a tagline memorable, I think it's what we talked about with Liba is this sort of creating that emotional connection, like what she mentioned. Right. Creating that sort of, oh my gosh, I'm connecting the dots. And that's sort of that relatability. And that creates the emotional connection, which creates the memory. They did an actual study on advertising in general, not just taglines, but the most effective advertising. They said, is it positive ads or negative ads? And you know what scored the highest? Negative, probably. Maybe? No? Negative, I think, was higher. I don't remember which one was higher, (laughs) to tell you the truth. But the takeaway was they were so busy trying to measure it. Should you go positive or go negative? Like scare people, you know, mm. like the whole like health scare thing, but we've right. got the cure to it. <laughs> or should you go like feel good ads? And what they found out the most effective ones and, and, and it underscores the point of the emotional connection was poignancy. Yes. And poignancy is bittersweet. It's sweet and sour pork. It touches every part of your tongue. Mm-hmm. So when it was imbued with poignancy, it's like, oh, Oh, yeah, it's bitter and sweet at the same time. Mm -hmm. And those were highly evocative. So we're going to talk about how we can do that. One way to be memorable is through wordplay. And you'll see a lot of taglines where wordplay is at work. So we're going to show you some examples of ones that we've done for smaller companies um, that make sense. We had a company, Abacus, which is the thing that you use to in mathematics early on, Abacus Business Solutions, and they were a point of sale company. And the simple tagline was, you can count on us. <laughs> so yeah. it was talking about dependability, mm-hmm. core attribute, and the wordplay of counting. Mm-hmm. Um, Boomerang Hotels, we came up with many happy returns. Um, and it's a little bit of that, you know, a little bit of a giggle in it, but also saying that you're going to come back happy. Mm-hmm. So there's, it's not just the thing you've got to be careful with in all of this. It's not wordplay. And you were talking about this earlier, Liz. Not clever for clever's sake. Right. Clever and then, okay. But what's the point and right. how does it relate to anything? It's not clear as to what, you know, oh, it's clever, but now what do I do with that? Right. Or I does still don't speak? know what I'm buying from you yeah. necessarily. Like, oh, you're a clever brand, but what is it that I am buying? Yeah, or that I was don't... cute. It's almost like when you remember an ad and you go, remember that great Super Bowl ad and they did this and that? And you go, what company was that? And you go, I, uh, I don't can't know. remember. They had a baby. Yeah, it was a baby and a dog. And a kitten. Yeah, and... but it was hilarious and I yeah. loved it every moment. So <laughs> your, your tagline should support it. One way to make it memorable is through wordplay. Um, we came up with a tagline for another company that did commercial cleaning, Spruce Facilities Management. So Spruce has kind of has that feeling of cleaning, spruce mm-hmm. things up. But spruce it up. The tagline really sealed the deal. Spruce, the Everclean company. Mm-hmm. Instead so, of an evergreen. Yeah, so it was right. a little bit of that. Um, Merrill Resources, it's a company in town um, where they, do, they drill for wells and our quality runs deep. Yeah, I and, liked, I really like that tagline. Yeah, and they were really committed to that. And then one, Liz, that you probably don't even know about. We had a, a dealer, legacy name. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy's name was uh, Max Bissett. And his sister was the actress. She pronounced it different, Jacqueline Bissett. Oh. Jacqueline Bissett, yes. He was British. Spoke with quite the English brogue. Um, and he had a BMW dealership and really wanted to emphasize service. Mm-hmm. 
that so many dealers do. So I said, well, why don't we come up with an ad campaign? And you talk about linguistic candy. We used alliteration. Mm-hmm. And the tagline we came up with for him was, nobody babies your baby better than Bissett. <laughs> <laughs> nobody babies, nobody babies your-, your baby better than Bissett. And every ad would end with that. And at one point, I got my son, who was like two years old at the time, and he would always go, why are you saying that? We don't have any babies around here. And he had another gentleman that was his general manager that was always British. And he goes, but we 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 bathe these cars and we baby them and then but again there's nothing to do with a baby and we heard this honk honk and I had my son coming through one of those little toy cars mm-hmm. you know and he was moves through the t- TV commercial and the announcer comes in mm-hmm. just remember nobody babies your baby better than visit oh and it gosh, became you know it's yeah. remember the McDonald's two all beef patty special sauce pickles cheese lettuce onions on a sesame seed bun sometimes you can do something as much as we say every there's an exception to every rule yeah. keep it short and simple you know um, sometimes you can make it a tongue twister and then everybody's saying it. You do yeah. all beef patty, special sauce, pickles, cheese, lettuce, onions, on a sesame seed bun. Right. Um, well, I guess that too is, you know, drawing the line of distinction between, is that a tagline? Yeah, that was campaign? a little bit of is an ad motto? campaign. Is it a slogan? Where's the beef? Yeah. Wendy's, where's the beef? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I guess they're saying, you know, we've got quality, we've got substance, we don't have quarter size meat patties. Mm-hmm. Um, so interesting. Uh, the more obvious play is to do ones that reinforce and restate the brand message. <laughs> we have the meats would be the one that Arby's did. I Arby's they one upped them. <laughs> they want yeah. Clara Clara yeah. Pell for those when, who remember. Wendy's asked, "Where's the beef?" And yes. Arby's said, "We have the we meat. have the meats <laughs> right here." That just sounds tantalizing, doesn't it? Just it does. picture a pile of meat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They definitely went for the guy audience. <laughs> okay. So let's restate the, the brand message. We named one company Core One, and the tagline was Mission Critical IT Staffing. And a lot of times before that, they had gotten a lot of more like receptionist placements, um, uh, secretarial office work. And they wanted, they said, man, when we really get these better assignments, it matches up with what we do. So we came up with the identity core one, but that could be anything. Mm -hmm. But it was mission critical IT staffing. Yeah. So it's kind of when you can restate the brand name, but in a different language and different wording, it it works. And then um, we also rebranded and kind of threw a tagline, T-Carts, and that's our Transylvania County Arts Council and came up with art for life. And that was kind of a mission, a mandate. And from that's basically, you know, from kindergarten through older. Yeah. So the other role a tagline should do is really clarify and inform. Early moments, the Dr. Seuss writes people. Uh, we went for that evocative feeling, sharing the gift of reading. So it wasn't descriptive. Mm-hmm. It, listen to the word sharing, gift. And then the reading comes in. So a little bit of it. We talked about Park Place, the ultimate garage space. We used rhyming, a little more linguistic, literation, Park Place, rhyming. It's sing-songy, so you can sort of. Sing-songing. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them that I really liked that we did was a company called Brillium. And it was the power to know better. So the power to know better and the power to know better. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of a double entendre. And one that we worked with at the Institute for the Blind. Yeah. I love that we didn't touch their, we told them your tagline's perfect. Because it is, yeah. And they look to employ people with vision difficulties. 
Yeah. To employ them as their mandate. Yes. So they're, uh, this is one of the best taglines. Yes. Double entendre taglines. Oh, yeah. Our vision is working. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that works on yeah. so many levels. The vision for the company is working. Our vision is to get people working. Yes, exactly. Our and vision, our vision, vision is, is working. working. So we're improving people's vision mm-hmm. whenever possible. Yeah. So on a lot. And then uh, last of all, your message and your tagline can serve a role of being aspirational. We named um, a, a, a nonprofit that was looking to help kids that were having difficulties getting into college various challenges and their tagline college spring and think of a spring as something coiled it's potential made possible a little bit of alliteration three words but really succinct that coil and uncoiling Mm -hmm. really matched well with college spring Mm -hmm. so can a tagline serve as an ad campaign yes sometimes um i would say the takeaway today is this Create the tagline that serves, serves as the supporting actor or actress that really complement. There should be chemistry, I guess, yes. is what I'm. Oh my gosh, yeah, exactly. Like those two were great together. Yes, I you wanted know? them to I get wanted together. I wanted them together. Yes, there so was tension, tension there. Yes. yes. So much tension. Fighting in the room. for it. Yes. Um, <laughs> so you want that. You want, you want it to be the rudder of your boat. Uh, you've got a boat. Everybody's got a boat, you know. So where are you steering it? Yeah. Give me some indication of that in your tagline. Yeah. Um, and we do want to thank our guest today, Leba. I really think she added substantially. Absolutely. To the conversation. And we're going to continue to have these. We're going to talk about things such as your brand story, your elevator speech, all kinds of subjects relating to making your, your branding more brilliant. It's been a pleasure talking with you today. Mm-hmm. And we look forward to speaking with you next week. Join us at tungstenbranding.com or follow us on Facebook. We look forward to speaking with you next week and be brilliant. Thank you for listening to Brilliant Branding. Please join host Phil Davis and co-host Liz Heemstra for another edition of the program next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until then, stay brilliant. Brilliant.